What is up, Low Voltage Nation? We've got Josh Chesney. He's a broadcast engineer. He works at a college doing tech support. He's about to start his own podcast. We're going to talk Canadian beer, so let's get right, after it. We got it. Josh Chesney. He is in London, Ontario. That's in Canada, and he is in tech support. And I am so glad that he got on the show today because he is a broadcast engineer, and he probably knows a lot more about this than I do. So, hey, Josh, thank you for Hello. getting on tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to just look at the uh, look at the DMs real quick. That's usually where it starts. I'm gonna scroll oh, back. Okay. I'm gonna scroll back. It says, "Hey, man, I think what you're doing." <laughs> Wait, I can't say this. It says, "I think what you're doing is the tit." I just said it is the tits. So that's how that's how Josh roll. He he says tits. Must be a Canadian thing. He says, "I'm not." I, I couldn't. I couldn't come up with a better <laughs> word. I was like, you know, okay, it's it's cool, but <sighs> I, I just uh, thought what you were doing was great. It was inspiring, really. Yes. I'm inspired right now to do this podcast. All right, so let's let's get into it, man. I want to hear about Josh. I want to hear about we're having fun. I want to hear about how you got started in broadcast engineering. Kind of go back to like day one when you were a kid and like messing stuff up and and fixing it. Uh, well, as a kid, I was very good at taking things apart. Um, it took me a while to learn how to put it back together so that it would work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean like for the longest time um i wanted to be like an animator and draw comics uh and it was kind of late high school that i kind of got the bug for radio and i just went to broadcast school for a couple of years thinking well you know maybe i'll be on the air i'll make commercials that type of a deal just maybe maybe i'll even be a radio superstar but i didn't have delusions of grandeur that were too uh, realistic uh, and after being the young guy at a couple of stations where they're like, Oh, you're young, you know, about computers, can you fix this? Um, and just kept saying, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know how to do that, but I'll figure it out. Um, I got to work alongside with a couple of engineers and this one gentleman, I was, uh, we were on a rooftop, um, installing a new shed so that we could have some equipment that would help us, um, point our audio signal wirelessly through our transmitter site. Uh, and he was just showing me some stuff. And he's like, oh, you know, we've got this conference. It's coming up. It's in town. Maybe you can come check it out. The guy basically ruined my life because that's where I kind of really started falling in love with engineering. Um, <laughs> but what, what the tipping point was is I was on the air one night. I had a radio show. It was once a week after, you know, working 40, 50 hours or whatever in the production studio. Uh, I would have this radio show on Saturday night and I just kept blowing my brakes because I was trying to fix a computer in the studio with me. And I was the last guy in the building till the morning show came in at 6 a.m. And I was going to hear about it if that machine wasn't working. Yep. And after like one break and the boss calls, like, well, what's going on? Oh, you know, a little distracted trying to fix this computer. Well, focus on your work. Well, it happened three times. And... <laughs> It dawns on me, I, no, I need to fix this, and I'm way better at this. This actually isn't as hard as trying to, you know, talk on the radio. And and that kind of set me down the, let's just do full-time support. And I got into uh, uh, an entry-level position that didn't require, you know, a, an engineering degree or anything like that. It was just more of a willingness to try. And... Uh, it, it kind of spiraled from there. I got, it was like, this is how we wire things. This is how we use a soldering iron. This is the color code. And 
here we go, let's start building studios. And with that company, we went from six stations to 12 stations um, in the course of three years. And I got to design and build studio spaces and transmitter sites and all kinds of fun stuff like that, where it was just kind of like learning trial by fire, sink or swim kind of stuff. And it, it was it was very much a, okay, that isn't working. Now figure out how you're going to fix it because I don't have time to do that. And uh, yeah, I mean, like these... Uh, great engineers that I worked with along the way really kind of took me under their wing and, and showed me stuff and gave me gave me tips. But um, I worked with this one gent, and you know he's been around forever. And one day I think we had a radio station that was just like the whole network was off the air. We couldn't get anything going, and he just kind of comes up to me and clacks me on the shoulder and be like, "You know what? You're doing good work." And I just looked at him and I went, "Dude, I need you to pick up tools and help me." <laughs> Uh, and it went from Toronto to uh, an independent station in Belleville, where I got to be a chief engineer and run my own shop and do not just all the broadcast equipment and taking care of the mixers and the microphones, but also the, the RF and dealing with the towers and, and, and all kinds of stuff like that. I did uh, office renovations and... Uh, I mean, you name it, I pretty much did it. I'm, uh, we've, I've joked um, because I also had to deal with the building maintenance, which includes the plumbing. So I was the VP of PP. No? The, v- still there? the, v- the VP of PP? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> what does the PP stand for? Uh, urine? <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> Carry on. I guess. I guess it's funnier when you have small children, and those are the words we use. I don't have any kids. Uh, 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 there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was there for five years, and kind of got tired of the grind of working at a commercial radio station and staying up late at night and getting recalled on uh, holidays because the radio station was off the air and I couldn't fix it remotely. And I was like, you know what? maybe it's time for a change and this opportunity to come uh, work at Fanshawe college happened. And those don't happen. The previous guy was there for 40 years. So 40 I years? applied God. 40 years, if you can imagine. <laughs> and I, I'd apply an alert. There's no way they're going to give me this job. There's going to be engineers lining up for the work. I don't know if anybody else applied. So they gave me it. <laughs> what, Hey, what's the name? What's the name of the college? It's Fanshawe college. Fan, what, what do they specialize in? Anything? Is it like a technical college or? Uh, I mean, we're uh, an applied arts, okay, technical cool. and arts uh, program. So we've got, I mean, in Ontario, almost every college is like that. So we've okay. got everything from, I mean, we've got a school of IT. We've got, um, I mean, I work uh, with the uh, contemporary media school. So we've got broadcast television and film and photography and I mean, now I feel like I'm actually representing the college, and that's a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah, we may, <laughs> might want to steer away from that because we kind of talked about that during the pregame. You know, you're, you're representing it's, Josh right now. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's a nice school to go to. Yeah. So, what's it like uh, being around all that energy and just people that are kind of like minded? Is it? You think it's beneficial to be in that that environment for what you're trying to do? Um, it has its moments. Uh, okay. my current environment is very much a, like, it's a learning environment. So I'm actually even in the team yeah. that I'm with and I share an office space with, um, they're very young. There's, it, it's kind of their first real job. 
Yeah. Um, and they're providing technical support to a bunch of users who, for the most part, have never seen any of this stuff before. Yeah. Uh, so it presents some unique challenges and it can be a little, especially when all you do all day is play with computers. When someone comes up and they're like, I don't know how to turn this thing on or log in, you, you kind of sit there and go, oh, oh, we're, we're, we're working at that level. Yeah. Yeah. There is a lot of, there's almost a daily reminder or hourly reminder of like their students, they actually don't know. Yeah. So it's a different energy. Uh, Yeah. I got you. So uh, we talked about end users and, you know, that's one of your, one of your challenges because you're, you're tier one, two, and three support. So Mm. what, um, how does that relate to what you're doing at work? You know, is it, is it a lot of, you know, different levels of support and uh, how you, how are you dealing with it? Um, I self-medicate. Mm-hmm. No, maybe just, yeah, I mean, that'll work. What do you do? You go, <laughs> you go for like a run, you meditate, you pray like that kind of self-medication. Uh, uh, I try to pray. <laughs> um, I usually come home and hug my wife and, and remember why oh, I work. You go. Exactly. Um, oh, no, I I like you know, I, I kind of, I kind of try to remember that, like particularly with this job, it is about financing the life outside of it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a superstar anymore. I'm not trying to be a rock star. It's I hear like, you. Yeah. Just paying the bills, making sure the kids are fed. We got a roof overhead. Gas is in the tank for the vehicle that's out front. Like that. That's that's why I work now. And uh, so yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit of every now and again you just got to remind yourself what your what your mentality is. Yeah. And and even then, like that's regardless of the environment you're in you do good work because you believe in what you do as just like i'm doing this because i can't look myself straight in the mirror and be like yeah i'm okay with phoning this in and doing bad work no i'm (laughs) yeah 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 exactly i mean especially if i'm going to be doing this for the next 40 so i i think about (laughs) you're that guy I think I don't think about the guy coming after me. I think of myself in five years, ten years five, down the five road. Years. Like, yeah. <laughs> Did I document that patch panel? <laughs> yep. I I don't want to be working underneath the desk anymore. We're gonna move this panel over the desk. <laughs> That's funny. So one of the reasons why we we connected was, and I wanted to get you on the show, is I you're, you're thinking about starting your own podcast. I think you've already made some uh, some efforts around that. Um, Tell, tell us, yeah, tell us about like what what your thoughts are for the podcast. Well, what's it all about? Uh, well, I won't lie. Uh, I'm stealing almost every idea from you. Um, I, I am flattered, by the way. That's why. I, that's another reason why I got you on. I saw that comment and I wanted to stroke my ego for a little bit. So yeah, that's. I mean, tell that's me, kind of what we do. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, take it easy. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, so. You may have heard rumors, or not, um, that broadcast is broadcasting is changing so much to the point where it's irrelevant. Um, and traditional terrestrial broadcasting, radio specifically, it's changing, but the models by which we've been running for the last 20 years are still viable, uh, both financially and all that kind of stuff. So there are a lot of challenges and unknowns just kind of industry wide about what the future is and how we're going to deliver our content. Um, I mean, if you kind of think about it, uh, podcasting has been around for a hundred years. It's called radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, you just have like, you just have a different way of delivering your programming, your stories, your content to the listening audience. Um, 
and they're essentially receiving it kind of in the same way. They're listening to it while they're commuting to work. They're listening to it on their headphones off of a device because you can stream these things. Um, and in kind of the smaller niche that is uh, broadcast engineering, uh, we've got a, kind of a labor shortage. It's not just a shortage, it's a crisis. Um, about 80%, both in the States and in Canada, uh, the working engineers are going to retire. Like they're reaching retirement age and there's nobody to being replacing them. And so my idea for my podcast is to kind of touch base with the existing knowledge base so that we can start handing down that knowledge, um, connecting people, kind of try to build that community, maybe on a platform, whether something that's maybe a little bit more approachable for people who've never even considered it as an option, you know, something like Instagram as opposed to Facebook, which might be geared towards an older generation. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the same idea as what you're doing with uh, with yours. It's just getting getting in touch with people who are doing the same thing and chatting about what we do, why we do it, what we love about it, how we deal with the stresses of it. Yeah, and, so uh, kind of go from there. That's awesome. How, how did uh, have you found the? Uh, I'm actually getting a little feedback. I'm not sure if you changed something on the mic, but I'm, I haven't done anything. I can hear my voice pretty loud. No. I think that's better. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, have you found it's still getting feedback? Testing, testing. So nothing's changed, Josh? No. Nope. Uh, hello, hello. Hello. Okay. I'm not getting any feedback, just so you know. Probably going to have to cut this out. I actually got, am going to have to do some post-production on that. Yes. <laughs> I, I, knew it. I knew you'd get me. I'm sending you the file. One way or another. I'm gonna have to chop this out, man. So this is the first time I've had this much like stuff going on. I'm gonna do a timestamp: seven fifty nine, uh, eight o'clock. Okay. Yep. So uh, the question was coming back from technical difficulties. Uh, the question was, uh, have you found that community um, with broadcast engineers that are kind of just phasing out have you found it on instagram facebook twitter like where um, where are they where are they hiding out or hanging out well i i think uh we're a unique breed of technical people where we once we're off work we don't want to touch technology um so i don't really know where they hang out i know uh, there's a lot of them that hang out on facebook there's a couple of facebook groups i'm involved in yeah um but i don't know if you've noticed this there are more trolls on Facebook than there are on say, Instagram. Instagram so? seems to yeah. be. I, I agree. 100%. I mean, you're going to get them anywhere, but I just kind of feel like people are. Um, they're not. Out, they're not out there looking to get you and tell you, "Oh, that's terrible," or "Oh, you know, you shouldn't think that way." That you know, your opinion's wrong. All that kind of stuff. Whereas on Facebook, it just kind of seems to be just kind of like, and Twitter's even worse. But yeah. I yeah, think it, I just need to start somewhere. Go from yeah. There. Facebook does lend to that. I was kind of thinking, like, oh, is it really that is that bad? But I just had a case today where I had to block somebody on a group that I was posting to. Like I blocked mm -hmm. him. Like he he friended me up. He got me on on Messenger. I had to block everything. The guy was just like he was trolling me. <laughs> I, I stopped feeding him and I cut him off. There you go. <laughs> 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 block delete. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's move on to the funny the funny story. Uh, Let's do the transmitter story. Tell me what happened there. Okay. Uh, so 
uh, going back to the group I worked with in Toronto, I hadn't been on the job very long, um, maybe six, eight months. Um, and by, by now, I've kind of gotten a rudimentary understanding of, of RF and how transmitters kind of work. And my boss and the senior engineer, they were going away to Halifax for a work trip, and they left me in charge of the rest of the province. And we had a radio station up um, near Ottawa, and it was about a five, five and a half hour drive. And they were just like, just so you know, this transmitter is being hinky. We're going to keep an eye on it, but you're probably going to have to go up there and swap out the exciter or, or something. And this is a part of the transmitter that helps take your audio frequency, modulate it, and boost the power so that you can actually broadcast. And I'm like, okay, gathered the parts, did the thing, basically waited for the car call. Um, the texts were, were in the bar at the airport, still in Toronto. This thing, we can't keep it going for more than an hour. Let's, let's wait on it. They land in Halifax, same thing. Let's wait on it overnight. Next morning, I wake up to a, an email at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, you got to leave this morning. Drove up to Halifax, and I think I might have broken land speed records. Um, <laughs> at, at the very least, I discovered what the governor on a vehicle does. And um, I got up there, and I got, I got to ride a snowmobile up to the top of the hill. And I walked into uh, the site, and I looked at it. I was like, okay, you know, what do you do first thing when you're uh, troubleshooting a problem? You turn it on, and you turn it off again. So I turned it off, I turned it back on, and sparks start shooting out of the bottom. Oh, oh no. Hit the emergency power off, and I'm just like, oh my God, what did I do? And I look at the guy who drove the snowmobile for me, and I was like, what did I just do? And he's just like, I don't know, man. I just climbed the tower. I don't know anything about this stuff. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm calling the boss. He's in Halifax. He's in a meeting. He's three hours ahead or whatever the, the time zone difference is. And I'm just like in full panic. Like I've never done this before. The radio station's off the air, all this kind of stuff. And he's like, I'll call you back. In the five minutes before he returns my call, head between my knees, I realize, or it dawns on me. I was like, no, no, no. That thing would have blown regardless of whoever was the guy who touched the button. So it's not like it was my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, long story short, we got it fixed, but what we had to do is I had to pick up the boss from the airport in Ottawa. We got the spare transmitter that I drove up there uh, on the air. We had to do some uh, MacGyvering to uh, the, the plugs were different. So it was a 240 uh, volt service and the, the new transmitter was designed for, to take two, one, 10 services. Mm -hmm. We had to kind of split some stuff out and do some, do some backyard engineering on that one and uh, got it on the air. And then the fun part was we boxed up the old unit and we kicked it down the hill in a box. <laughs> Wait, why did you kick it down a hill? <laughs> Uh, well, we were at the top of a hill, and it was a bad unit. So we put it in a box, and rather than rather than carry it down the hill, because we didn't have a snowmobile with us at the time, it was yeah. like, you can just, you can slide. And so we just kick it and slide down the snow for about, you know, 15 feet and give it another nudge. If if I had the video from it, which is probably in an archive somewhere, I'd, I, you know, I'd have to go look in. But... That's funny, man. That sounds like something a, a Canadian would do. Yeah. 
Did you yell tits when you kicked it down the hill? No, that's something I've developed lately. <laughs> <laughs> who, who or what has helped you in your career? You were talking about timing is everything, or for you it was, and then the people uh, you're with. So tell me more about the timing and the, and the people. So, um, you know, my first real radio station I worked at, um, timing being everything. I did my internship fresh out of college from there. And the first thing they were doing was building new studio spaces. So I got to work a little bit with the general contractor and the contract engineer and all that kind of stuff and kind of get, you know, it kind of opened my world to the possibility of building radio stations and which then became a theme for the rest of my career. Nice. Um, and then this one gentleman, another contract engineer introduced me to CCBE, which is the, the association of this way. Um, that is, it, it's kind of circles around a, a professional development co uh, conference. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, like I met people there, the, the group of engineers um, that I work with, in Toronto. I mean, we've all moved on and are at different stations and we kind of all had this almost like a family fight where everybody just kind of broke up and went their separate directions, but we're all still really close friends. Um, and they've kind of helped me, you know, show me the ropes a little bit, but also like just kind of that emotional support that, that kind of that camaraderie that you only get when you're working with people in the trenches. Right. Um, yeah. And then just kind of being introduced to legends in the industry where they're just happy that you're there and that you're young and you want to do what they do type of a thing. And they'll, you know, tell you old war stories of the crazy stuff they used <laughs> to do, you know, like, I don't know. Oh, one guy was telling me he walked into the studio once and, um, you know, somebody was doing swirlies off of a turntable, which is cocaine. <laughs> rather than off of a mirror it they put it on the record and they snort it that way and you're like nice. um not that i want to do that kind of stuff but did i miss <laughs> something like <laughs> radio stations are pretty sterile and boring now yeah <clears throat> there's that Co cocaine will liven things up for sure and then you'll lose everything <laughs> life well, of course <laughs> So, uh, how many knives have you have you handed over to uh, security, like TSA, or uh, you mentioned that that's your everyday carry, and you have to relinquish uh, your knife? Because oh yeah, no. Um, so I buy cheap <laughs> knives because I either lose them. Um, you know, I've left at least two in my you know my brother's vehicle, just going to hang out with him. Um, yeah. uh, I've gone to uh, a couple of professional hockey games, and you've got to go through security. And the first thing they tell you is like, you can't bring that in there. You can go take it to your car and you just look at them. They're like, no, I don't like this thing that much here. Congratulations. You get a knife. Um, <laughs> so I lost count. And you know, I did. Yeah. They go on sale at the box store and you're like, Oh, that's a nice looking knife for the, about the right price. I'll get three. <laughs> Are you a Maple Leafs fan? A Toronto Maple Leafs? Uh, I don't really have an allegiance to anybody. Oh, you mentioned hockey, so I figured you were a you were a hockey fan. I have I have uh, friends who are really into the sport, and yeah. I just like hanging out with them. So I go along for the ride, hanging out and drinking beer like a Molson Canadian, right? Oh, no, no. <laughs> what Molson? are you drinking? Yeah, what are you drinking right now? You're drinking a, a Millstone, or what's it called? Uh, it's it's Mill Street, and it's an organic beer. Oh, it's organic. Is it gluten free? Yeah. <laughs> 
God, I hope not. <laughs> I should also be better with bacon, too. Some Canadian bacon, yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Spiceworks, great product. You use it. It's your productivity tool. Tell me more about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it, 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 it's gotten to the point where there's so much to know. And when you're in any kind of environment for any real length of time, you've got to track stuff, you know, you've got to give right. your end users a way to let you know you're having a problem. And I mean, really the best way in really any environment is using a ticket system. So that's kind yep. of what Spicework is built on. And I've used it at a couple of places and I brought it with me to Fanshawe and we use it in the shop and I preach it. I'm probably going to preach submit a ticket until the day I die. Or retire, which or whatever comes oh, first. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like the first question is, well, did you submit a ticket? It's like, well, if you didn't, let me show you how. That's the <laughs> that's the way I always roll. I, I've used like Zendesk and um, User Voice, much you know, all, all the big ones. What's that other one? Uh, mm -hmm. Service Now is a huge one. Um, yeah, it's 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 important. We don't use a ticketing system where I work, and it drives me nuts. I mean, we do like we use like field service stuff okay. we, we don't have an internal it department uh, mm. ticketing system it drives me bonkers because i'm the it department so it's, it's pretty bad i mean now that spiceworks is cloud-based man like just start it up and just have people do it cloud-based nah man we do on-prem only dog well you can do that too <laughs> I, i'm, I'm ki actually kidding I, I use like as much cloud as possible for some reason we're like we like do all on-prem stuff I have a hard time like getting it through people's skull that like it's a lot easier to get somebody else to support the hardware and the infrastructure. So mm -hmm. that's a whole nother story, another day. Been there. Yep. So what what is uh what's a piece of advice that you would give somebody taking a similar path? You mentioned that you know working at a small company, lots of growth oh. opportunity. Tell me how that's benefited you. Well, I mean, yeah, I I was always the young guy in the room. And oh here, you have a look at this first. Uh Okay. Um, so, I mean, uh, in a, a smaller environment, there are more opportunities to do more than just what they hired you for because they got to be lean. So they don't necessarily have, you know, 40, 50, 60 people, 100 people, whatever. Right. Um, whereas when you get into those much larger companies, no, no, we hired you to roll t-shirts. So you're rolling t-shirts and you're handing out bottles of water and you're doing cut-ins on Saturday when whether or not you like it or you're hungover. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I, I just... I had, I just had those opportunities, you know, Hey, uh, one of our DJs is quitting. Do you want a show? Uh, yeah. um, no. Okay, sure. I'll have, I'll have a radio show. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot more opportunities for sure. When you work at that, you know, smaller kind of agile company, uh, I've definitely worked at smaller companies. I think I got the most benefit out of, cause I, I just get more freedom, uh, more autonomy mm -hmm. to, to build stuff, to, to try new ideas and kind of roll with things. And you get to learn the hard way, the hard way usually <laughs> on how to not yeah, do it, do it better next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the blowing up the transmitter is just one of many stories that uh, I've done that I went, hmm, that did got, not go the way we, I expected it. We all got those stories, man. What happened when you had to change your name? Do you want to save that one or can we talk about that now? Oh, we can talk about it. Uh, so this uh, this radio show I was talking about, um, I they offered it to me. Cool. And I mean, like... When you're when you're on your like your first real radio station and the image guy says your name, it's like, man, I've made it. This is the coolest feeling ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> until he mispronounces it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like it, it's common. I've, I've dealt with it my whole life where they pronounce that S with, with more of a, a Z or a Z sound, you know, Chesney. And it's like, right. well, that's not it's really ch it. It's Chesney. It's Chesney, right? Yeah. Chesney. Okay, cool. So they couldn't quite get it right after a couple of months. And, and the boss finally looks at me and goes, well, just, just change your name. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Change your name. Yeah, just go through the phone book and, you know, pick a bunch of cool first names and a bunch of cool last names and, yeah. you know, bring me a list tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I came up with, a, you know, a short list of names and we went through them all. And the, he's like, ah, I mean, you picked some really cool names, but do you think you can really live that? Like, it's not just, it's a persona that, yes, you have on the air, but you also have to maintain that. Right wherever you are type of a thing and i'm like oh no i definitely can't it's like okay so what do we got I'm like uh miller let's go with miller so i and i just became josh miller well josh then I miller. yeah just very basic very simple image guy got it right so i moved to <laughs> this engineering gig and they're and i'm like so can i go back to using my regular name or do i keep my radio name <laughs> Oh well, you know you've already you know you've already got contacts. People know you by that yeah. name, blah blah blah, right? So we'll just keep that going. Okay, cool. Get there. They're like, okay, so who do you know? And I was like, well, I I've only really dealt with this guy. He's like, yeah, we don't deal with him. Forget it. What about my name? Everybody already knows you as this now. What? So yeah. So for ten ish years, I went by Josh Miller, and then are I you get serious? My, yep. Well, years. only professionally, yeah. Yeah, I got you. That's that's kind of cool. Then, though. It's weird. It is, it, it's a stage name, you know. And you don't yeah, want, you don't it. want people looking you up in the back. Back when you used to look people up in the phone book, <laughs> you, you would get the crazies like trying to hunt you down potentially. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's true. That that actually happens. <clears throat> yeah, so I get to Fanshawe, and the IT department wouldn't let me do it. They're like, no, we can only assign your email address to your legal name. Legal we can hyphenate it. Hyphenated. Like, That's not going to work. You can't trust anybody. A guy with a hyphenated name. <laughs> uh oh. We yeah. may have we may have lost one audience member out of our thirty with a hyphenated oh, name. Okay. <laughs> Thank, well, thanks, I a mean, lot, Josh Miller. You're welcome. <laughs> Good All right, my friend. You. All right, my friend. What else do you want to talk about? If not, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up because I'm hungry. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just thought it was. Super cool to to meet you and connect with you, and I just yeah, you know. absolutely, man. I'm I'm excited to see what you do with your your sure. Is it the SM7B? Is that what you have? It is, it is the SM7B. Yeah. If I yeah. get my interface box to work, uh, yeah, it'll sound nice and clean. You need some yeah. You need some nice power, man. You need to power the uh, the M audio. It, it needs its own independent power supply. Is really what. It yeah. Means. Yeah. We'll, we'll get it next time. You'll get it next time. Something. So, yeah, man. Well, you know, this is this actually been pretty cool because I, I, I'm interested to see what you do with the podcast. I, I want to um, provide any like if I, you want to get me on and test some stuff out or whatever. Let me know. I'll be I'll be more than happy to. We'll do a little cross pollination. Yeah, something, man. Yeah, sure. It, it's always fun to do. Um, you know, collaborative work. You know, there's there's obviously there's room for like everybody. There's just so many people to talk to. There's like 7.2 billion people in the world. We'll never mm -hmm. run out. <laughs> Uh, I know a very specific uh, 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 bunch of stuff, and it's all geeky radio things. Yeah, and so you got, you got like seventy-two people to talk to in the world, so pr probably less than that. Because um, <laughs> one just kicked off, 
Uh, there's another. Uh... Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. I'm excited to see the, the journey. That's what it's all about. Document the journey. That's what I've done with Low Voltage Nation. I think it resonates yeah. with people. I haven't broken the news to the missus yet that I want to do a podcast. You haven't? No. Uh, okay. Is she on She's... the internet? What, what's her name? I'm going to look her up and tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably figure it out by your pictures. You could probably figure it out by the pictures and the fact that we share the, last, the same last name. Yeah. Miller. So Kelly yeah, Miller. Go. Kelly Miller is her name. Y'all, y'all follow her on LinkedIn. <laughs> All right, my friend. Hey, is there anything you want to plug, or do you want to uh, you want people to follow your Instagram account, or what's uh what do you want people to go to to find you? You know what? Uh, give radio a chance. Come back to radio. You know, at, at the very least, you're going to find somebody playing your favorite song every three or four minutes. <laughs> yeah. And if not, flip to another station. You might find it there, too. You know what's funny is that I live in Music City in Nashville, Tennessee, and the radio stations suck. Like, on the way to work, it's just all ads, and then there's, like, a couple couple pop stations, and they're terrible, and there's, like, a rock station that has all ads, and the rest is, like, country. <clears throat> so. I, I've, I've been in radio for 15 years, and I've moved. London is my sixth city in all that time. And yeah. the second I get into town, none of those radio stations are cool. <laughs> so I don't listen to any of the stations in my local market. It's always out of market stations. That's funny, man. Cool. Hey, hey, Josh. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. I really appreciate you coming on, and um, just keep getting after it, man. And uh, we'll be in touch. Sound good? Yeah, man. Cool. Thanks a lot. Good night. Yep. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.